If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The old fire burning northeast of Napa is now 45% contained. Yeah. Thank you so much to our firefighters in and around the area. The fire also remains at 570 acres with no structure damage and all evacuation orders have been lifted. Cal Fire says that crews continue to reinforce containment lines overnight. However, one firefighter was transported to a hospital for a minor injury. The cause of the fire remains under investigation at this time, and as details are rolling out, we'll continue to keep you updated. New data reveals that there were 11.4 million job openings in April. While still high, that's down from the record 11.9 million openings in March. So transportation, warehousing, and utilities added 97,000 job listings, more than any other job industry. So if you're desperately looking for a job, that's who's hiring right now. And not to mention, plenty of Americans quit their jobs in April, too. So 4.4 million left their job that month alone. So... Go ahead. They're calling it the great resignation. Everybody is leaving their jobs right now, and so there's a lot of openings. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, The deluxe version of country summer headliner Chris Young's album Famous Friends has officially dropped. He has added three more duets to the track list, and of course, there is Famous Friends, the huge song featuring Kane Brown. I've got some famous friends you probably never One of the new duets is a revamped version of Think of You with Cassidy Pope. He's also including two new team-ups, one with Jimmy Allen and one with Old Dominion. So Chris Young is headlining Sunday for Country Summer 2022. For ticket information, visit CountrySummer.com. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. When did you take a risk and it worked out for you? So two members of my family just took giant risks in their life, and it seems like it's already paying off. My brother Ryan, he just moved to Los Angeles, and I talked to him on the phone, and he just seemed so much lighter, so much happier that he made this giant change in his life. That's all, that's amazing. I'm, I'm super happy for him. Me too. And who I'm even more happy for is my mom right now so she worked at the same job for 20 years she hasn't been happy there for i'd say about 10 of the 20 years oh my gosh and she was so nervous about going out looking for a new job she built a linkedin page she worked on her resume and i'm really proud of her because she went and got herself a new job and the job seems to be exactly what she's looking for you know what separates like you know, for our generation, for example, from your parents' generation, your mom and your dad's, Tanner, is, you know, they stayed in their jobs. They never really moved around that much, uh, which is why my family was so shocked when I moved out here. They were like, what are you doing? Stay. You've been, you've been in that job for five years now. You should stay there forever. I was like, no, I'm super, <laughs> like, it wasn't that I was unhappy, but I was a little unhappy. Yeah. I, wanted, I just wanted something different. So, you know, it's, it's hard to take a risk. And I'm proud of your mom for doing that, even after, you know, working in the same job for 20 years and she was so scared to put herself out there 
to go on job interviews and stuff like that because like you said it's something that her generation isn't used to where our generation we're way more likely to take risks so the risk for my brother to uproot his life and move to Los Angeles he was less worried about that than my mom was to live in the same town that I grew up in and go do a same job so I'm I'm so excited for both of them Uh, and like you said us moving to Sonoma County was a huge risk because you moved from Georgia I moved from Seattle and we were the first people in our families to kind of make a big move like that yeah my family has barely left Georgia (laughs) we've been on vacation to like Florida but I mean it it would be one thing to move to somewhere like Florida or Tennessee but I moved 3,000 miles away yeah so that was pretty shocking but I it worked out for both of us and we took it we took a big risk and you know it it panned out it worked out absolutely I couldn't imagine a life where I didn't move to Sonoma County I've actually been in Sonoma County for most of my adult life now which is kind of weird to think about. Yeah, this is very strange. <laughs> On our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929, we're talking about risks that ended up working out for us. Ashley from Santa Rosa says, when I entered into the SRJC as a high school dropout after 15 plus years after high school and just received my associate's degree, congratulations, Ashley. It's never too late. Jim from Runner Park said, volunteering for the combat air crew duty in Vietnam. Wow. Thank you so much for your service. Uh, Jennifer from Ukiah says, going on a blind date with my now husband. That is a risk that worked out. <laughs> Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. So today is National Donut Day. Mmm. Donuts. So two of the biggest donut chains here in America are stepping up to offer you deals. Let's get started with one, Tanner. Well, Dunkin' is going to give you a free classic donut with the purchase of a beverage. I know you love Dunkin'. I do. I'm a big (laughs) fan. Also, Krispy Kreme uh, in Rona Park has given away one free donut per customer and offering um, a buy a dozen, get a second dozen for a dollar promotion. I mean, that's a lot of donuts. I might have to Um, drive over to Rona Park (laughs) today. (laughs) Uh, But we want you to check out your local donut shops, of course, and there's so many here in Sonoma County, um, and just see if they're offering anything special or just celebrate by purchasing a donut from a local donut shop. Uh, So Tanner, where's your favorite spot to get donuts here in Sonoma County? My favorite spot is Johnny's Donuts. It's where Garden Donuts used to be. It's over on 4th Street in Santa Rosa. Man, these are some bougie donuts. They have like sweet potato donuts and stuff like that. Uh, I would highly recommend they're custard filled. Oh, Okay, custard filled. You'll also be full all day. I had, I think, you know, our friend Travis took us there once and I had like rose petals on top of mine or something like that. Fancy. (laughs) I know. What is, am I eating roses right now? Uh, For me personally, it's uh, Andy's Donuts and Bagels on Piner. Uh, They have plenty of like breakfast sandwiches and stuff like that, but the donuts are the true star of the show at Andy's. It, It does not help that I am walking distance from Andy's Donuts. Um, And it looks like this little hole in the wall, but don't let that fool you. Everything there is so delicious and fresh, and I highly recommend, Tanner. I know you haven't been there, but I've brought you a donut from Andy's before. It was really good. (laughs) And those hole-in-the-wall type of places usually are the best. Exactly. And those are the kind of comments we're getting on our Facebook page right now, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner. In the morning, we asked, where's your favorite spot to get donuts in Sonoma County? Tiffany from Santa Rosa said, you have to try Tan's Donuts in Santa Rosa. Rosa, best place in town, tasty and not expensive. And it's called Tan, so I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sydney from Katati says, 
flaky cream donuts and coffee shop in Healdsburg. Get the food donut. Sorry, get the foot donut. Get it. I guess there's a donut shaped like a foot there. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly hope that's what it is. (laughs) Lori from Sonoma said, if you're ever out in Sonoma, try Dirty Girl Donuts. So good, you'll want every dang flavor. (laughs) The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Do you believe that somebody can jinx a sporting event. I want to apologize to the entire Bay Area today because I believe that I jinxed last night's game between the Warriors and the Boston Celtics for game one of the NBA Finals. Yeah, Tanner, you, Tanner Chambers, had so much influence over a game. I did. (laughs) Over an NBA game. It was you. I am 100% responsible. (laughs) So what happened was the Warriors were up by 15 points. So I figured, hey, I'm going to start working on a social media post to congratulate the Warriors on their big win. Created this nice big graphic. I was really excited. And my girlfriend said to me, don't jinx it. (laughs) They could still lose. And I said, no. (laughs) Impossible. That's what you get. The Celtics put up 40 (laughs) points in the fourth quarter and the Warriors lost last night. That's what you get. That is what I get. And I just want to apologize to all Warriors fans out there. You're probably so anxious to get that social media post ready. (laughs) I could just see you sitting there making it an hour before the game even ended. Before the game even starts. What are you doing? Uh, I messed up. That's what I'm doing. And I, again, want to apologize. Now I'm all superficial about the NBA Finals. I was never a superficial person, but now I'm going to take all precautions. I'm going to like run around the apartment because every time I do that now, the Warriors are going to win something crazy, something strange. You know, my fiance and his entire family are all about like traditions and doing things before the game. Like you have to sit in the same place you cannot move during a Georgia football game. Yeah. His brother has screamed at me for getting up or moving seats during a Georgia like football game. And I'm just like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, we don't have any influence <laughs> over this game at all. It's not about us. And oh. I just think it's absolutely absurd. Oh my God, Amber, you know I just realized <laughs> every time I have wore worn my Steph Curry jersey to work the day of a Warriors game, they've lost. Well, just burn the jersey. (laughs) (laughs) With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Amber Heard's attorney says social media helped sway the jury in the defamation trial with Johnny Depp. Now, she was on NBC's Today Show, and she said the jurors weren't sequestered, and there's no way they could avoid it. So here's a little clip kind of explaining that. It was incredibly lopsided and vitriolic against Amber Heard. Do you think that had an effect? Absolutely. You think jurors were aware of it? How can you not? They went home every night. They have families. The families are on social media. We had a 10-day break in the middle because of the judicial conference. There's no way they couldn't have been influenced by it. And it was horrible. It, It really, really was lopsided. And I appreciate your saying that. I was against cameras in the courtroom and I went on record with that and and had argued against it because of the sensitive nature of this. But it made it a zoo. 
So I'm going to have to agree in a way. I mean, the online chatter, if you were online at all during this six-week trial, you saw that it was slanted overwhelmingly in Johnny Depp's favor. And of course it had some influence on people, even if, you know, say they were sequestered. They weren't allowed to be on their phone or, you know, they weren't allowed to read anything else about the case. You know, they have influence of their families and other people who are on social media. I mean, think about it. On TikTok, there was a hashtag justice for Johnny Depp on the app that had almost 7 billion views. And this trial set off this toxic fandom bomb. People were following it like a sport, obsessing over it, making gifts and memes of it. There were pro Depp makeup tutorials. There were fan cams that threw like cutesy filters on the clips of Johnny's testimony and these super cuts that made Amber Heard look unstable. Uh, but the jury did award Depp $15 million in damages. So what do you think? Did social media torpedo Amber Heard's case? Do you think it was the cause of the outcome or was it truly a lack of evidence? Call Amber and Tanner in the morning and let them know what you think. Well, they don't bite. They just put you on the radio. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Amber's record for 2022, she has 23 wins. She has guessed it correctly 23 times. And I have fooled her 23 times, so we're all tied up. Really? Yeah. Oh, I felt like you were on the ups. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm not on the ups. All right, let's see if we can continue the ups for you. I don't know. Or you. (laughs) Let's see. Headline number one, Bear steals cell phone at Cincinnati Zoo. Headline number two, Divorce settlement over sharing chapstick goes viral. And here is headline number three. Man in jail for attacking roommate with pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Um, okay. Bear with cell phone, divorce chapstick, man in jail pizza is what I've got written down. Yep. So, I'm going to go with... Divorce chapstick. That is not the headline in a haystack. I'm now on the up and up now. Okay, uh, do I get a second guess? Of course, It won't won't count, but okay. What about man in jail for attacking his roommate with pizza? That is the headline in a haystack. Like you said, Amber, you don't get the point, but you get the pride points. (laughs) So here's the story. This actually happened back in 2015. Two roommates in Florida got into an argument while they were eating pizza. And one of them ended up throwing pizza at the other. Even though it was hot, she wasn't hurt, but she did have sauce on her shoulder. So the guy was charged for misdemeanor battery. And he was also on probation and is still in jail, apparently. Well, what a waste of pizza. Right? <laughs> You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Okay, who here wants to know my social media name? Now, who's in charge of social media? You have my social media comments? It's probably best for him to get off of social media. Have you ever blocked a relative from one of your social media accounts? Apparently, 54% of people have blocked a family member on Facebook, and 25% of Instagram users have blocked a family member from their account. Wow. That's a lot more than I thought. 
I have definitely limited my grandma and my great aunt from seeing my posts like in high school and college. I didn't block them, but you know, when you post something, you can like limit the audience on yeah. Facebook. Because uh, cause they just didn't know how Facebook worked. <laughs> it was nothing against them. I was just like, I don't want to have to explain anything. You're, They're like, what's poking? <laughs> Does it actually poke you? I'm sorry, Grandma. <laughs> I don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> She's still playing Farmville. <laughs> I, I don't know. You, maybe. Amber, you might not know this, but I have blocked one of my aunts from our Amber and Tanner in the Morning Facebook page. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. I Why did you do that? I did that because early on, like our first year, we would post something and she would post all these like crazy conspiracy theories behind <laughs> everything that we'd post. And I would immediately hide the comment because I didn't want anybody to know that my Aunt Denise uh, loves conspiracy theories and is a little strange. I'm about to look. I'm about to I, I'm about to look and see how many people you've blocked from our Facebook page. My aunt is the only person I've okay. ever blocked. <laughs> I was honest to God, so embarrassed. I was like, and we were still getting to know each other. I was like, Amber's going to judge me because of this crazy stuff my aunt's posting. No, no, no. I wouldn't have judged you. And I would have had no idea if you had never told me that you blocked someone also. I would have never known. Dun, dun, I probably dun. would have never known it was your Aunt Denise unless it was her last name Chambers. No. Okay. It was not. I would have never known. <laughs> Ashley from Runner Park, who did you block on social media? My ex-husband, just because he does not come around and see the kids, yet he was using Facebook to take my photos of the kids uh, and post them on his Facebook. Like, I would take photos of them at the park, and he would post them and be like, took ooh. my kids to the park, what? and I'm like, no, you didn't. So I blocked him, so he couldn't take the photos anymore. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Valerie. Valerie made cookies for her kid's birthday, and Barry Martindale is going to say there's a small problem with them. Hello? Hi, is this Valerie? This is she. Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services here. Today I'm acting as a messenger from elementary school uh okay i understand your children attend that school and specifically one of your children celebrated a birthday yeah yes my son mason he's in fifth grade the cookies that you made for mason's classroom uh you are banned from any baked goods because only 32 percent of the children enjoyed your bad cookies i'm sorry what yeah, we need at least half. A lot of the kids took a bite, said it wasn't, you know, that good. And so because we need at least 50% of approval rate, uh, we threw away your cookies. I cleared everything with his teacher. I made sure there weren't any allergens in it, but I, I wasn't aware of this policy about um, percentage of kids needing to like it. Yeah. This seems kind of crazy. We do want to say we appreciate you looking out for allergens and taking those Uh steps. However, whatever you did to these cookies, they tasted disgusting. I mean, I even went to the classroom and tasted one, and I was just appalled that someone is that bad at baking. I mean, I I don't even know what to say. I just tweaked my grandma's recipe. I turned almond flour instead of regular flour, and I did dairy-free chocolate chip. So for future references, please do not bring anything to the classroom ever again. Um, I'm just so confused by this. I mean, who, who are you to tell me what I can and cannot bring to my child's school? If they, if they truly have a problem with it, 
they should contact me directly via email or phone call or anything. I'd have no idea who you are. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh my gosh. I, this, this is the weirdest cough to get. I was like, what is going on? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. So my fiancé is very upset about something sports-related. I mean, what else would he be upset about? His <laughs> life is sports. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Sports is a very tense subject for a lot of people. So what happened was, I was wearing my 49ers t-shirt that I bought. I was really excited about on Wednesday night. And my fiancé, Cole, looked at me and said... I hate that shirt. What? I hate that shirt. And he told take. me he told me it's because I'm betraying our home team, our Georgia Falcons. The Atlanta I, Falcons? I I was like, <laughs> okay, this is our home team now. We've lived here for three years. I see no issue with you wearing a 49ers jersey or a t-shirt <laughs> or anything at all. Now when I wore a 49ers jersey, I totally get where you're coming from. People lost their minds. Well, he said it's because, like I mentioned, our home state of Georgia, our NFL team is the Falcons. Um, <laughs> he was like, we play them. Like, the 49ers and the Falcons play yeah. together. It's different if we were supporting a college team out here. They probably wouldn't, like, play each other. It's not the same conference. And I was just like... I don't know, babe. Like, I see what you're saying, but I really like this shirt. And in honor of him today, I'm wearing a Georgia shirt. Although I do think it's important to root for your home team, I do think it's also important to root for the 49ers. And that's coming from me. I famously <laughs> love one of the 49ers rivals. But my philosophy is whenever my team is not playing the 49ers, I'm also rooting for the 49ers. And we've lived here for three years. It's impossible to not like the 49ers. Well, you're right. And, you know, I have to know these things. I have to know about the 49ers or else, you know, I'm, I'm not in with the community and I want to be and I want to know what's going on. I want to know what people are talking about. I don't want to be left out. <laughs> so I bought a 49ers t-shirt. It's not like I bought an expensive jersey or anything. Uh, but he told me I need to get rid of it. Oh, no. And Don't get like, rid of I'm it. I was like, I'm not getting rid of it. And he's like, what are people going to think? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> no one's going to look at me when we're out in public and think, that girl looks like she's from Georgia. Yeah. How Why dare is she, she wearing that t-shirt? How dare she wear a 49ers t-shirt? If anything, you're going to get um, praise for because it is a cool t-shirt too. But okay, so you're with me that I should not get rid of it. I am totally with you, Amber. You know what you should do too? You should buy a 49ers hat or another shirt. Well, we did take a poll on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Uh, should I get rid of the shirt? And 100% of people said I should not get rid of the shirt. Yeah. So I'm sorry, babe. The shirt's not going. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Are you team paper menu or are you team QR code? So it's rare when I go out to dinner, but I went to Royal China in Santa Rosa the other day. And for the first time in a long time, I was handed a paper menu. I'm so used to QR codes, I already started pulling my phone out, you know, got my camera open. And I'm not kidding. It's the first time in like two years that this has happened to me. So most people who go out nowadays have encountered a QR code, but for those who aren't aware, what is it, what exactly is a QR code? It's those, it looks like a square, and it's like a random design of some sort, and you gotta pull out your phone, you gotta open up your camera, scan the QR code, and it'll pull up 
the menu or a website that you want to go to. Yeah, you have to like click on this link. In the, it's not too complicated, but for someone who's never used it before, you're just kind of like, what is what? <laughs> so I am team QR code all the way. I think it's easier. I think there are less, a lot less germs going around. And I get a little bit anxiety when I got to hand the menu back. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, uh, luckily, a lot of places have like laminated their menus so they can wipe them off yeah. or they're just one use, which I realize is like a lot of waste. But hear me out here. I like regular menus because a i don't always want to look at a screen and b like sitting down to dinner is supposed to be like you know free of screen time at least Mm. you know i want it to be i don't want my fiance and i to be on our phones the whole time and that would just tempt me like i would see like an instagram notification pop up and i'm like ooh, who commented on my photo and told me i'm pretty okay nobody got it or you get a work email (laughs) and you're like hold on i gotta deal with this real quick and you're typing out and the next thing you know the brother Brussels sprouts already got there and you're you don't know what to do but I'm, yeah, I'm totally with you Brussels sprouts I'm totally with you on the QR code though I, I understand your side of it I love them it, it's pretty great I love them for so many reasons I could use a QR code for nearly anything and I'd be happy <laughs> on our Facebook page here's what you said regarding team paper menu or team QR code Maddie from Sonoma says, I still want an old school menu. If I wanted to look a menu on my phone, I would just order it for delivery. Whoa, sassy. Woo, Thomas from Runner Park agreed with me and said a QR code. There are less germs. Uh, Wendy from Sonoma says, I don't really care as long as someone breaks me. (laughs) (laughs) And on a poll that went out yesterday, 82% of Sonoma County prefers a normal menu. Oh, that's interesting. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Sandra from San Rafael, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I sure am. I want to go to country summer. I'm so excited. (laughs) We're excited too. It's been too long. It's been too long. This is how it works. We're going to ask you five rapid fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. Sandra, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. Sandra, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Let's hear it. Amber, you're going down this time. (laughs) You know what? I'm feeling it from Sandra today. The energy is there. I like it. The energy is there. (laughs) Sandra, we have smiles. I don't know about the knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Amber is out of the studio. Sandra, here's question number one. Obi-Wan Kenobi is the most successful show to hit Disney+. Plus. What franchise is Obi-Wan Kenobi a part of? Star Wars. That is correct. Question number two. Mara Moore says that she is taking her son on tour. One of Marin's biggest hits is a collaboration with Zed. Can you name the song? Pass. That's okay. Give you next. Here's question number three. Megan Fox once told Pete Davidson not to pursue Kim Kardashian. Who is Megan Fox's fiance? Pass. Here's question number four. Darius Rucker says that he may be opening a bar in Nashville. Did Darius have his first number one with Hootie and the Blowfish or his solo work? Hootie and the Blowfish. That is correct. And here's question number five. Chipotle is now accepting cryptocurrency payments for its food. What is the number one most popular cryptocurrency? Bitcoin. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back into the studio. Amber, you got some competition. Sandra from San Rafael got three out of five. I knew she would be competition. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
with Sandra today, but let's see if it's with me also. Amber's record is 452 wins and 48 losses. Here's question number one. Obi-Wan Kenobi is the most successful show to hit Disney+. Plus. What franchise is Obi-Wan Kenobi a part of? I love how I just said The Force, and then you asked a Star Wars question. The answer is Star Wars. <laughs> that is correct. Sandra also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question two. Maren Morris says that she is taking her son on tour. One of Maren's biggest hits is a collaboration with Zed. Can you name the song? The middle. <laughs> I had to sing it in my head. Baby. <laughs> We're losing our minds. Uh, that is correct, and I am tone deaf. Uh, Amber, you are up <laughs> two to one. Here's question number three. Megan Fox once told Pete Davidson not to pursue Kim Kardashian. Who is Megan Fox's fiance? Machine Gun Kelly. That is correct. Sandra got that incorrect. Amber, you're up three to one. Real Here's- name Colson. His real name's Colson? Yeah. I didn't know that. That is so weird. <laughs> Question number four. Darius Rucker says that he may open a bar in Nashville. Did Darius have his first number one hit with Hootie and the Blowfish or his solo work? Ooh, this is a good one, Tanner. Thank you. I, I'm going to go with Hootie and the Blowfish. That is correct. Can you guess the song? Uh, only want to be with you. Bingo, bango. Yeah. <laughs> Big uh, Hootie fan over here. <laughs> uh, Sandra also got that correct. The score is four to two. And here's question number five. Chipotle is now accepting cryptocurrency payments for its food. What is the number one most popular cryptocurrency? Oh, no. I don't know anything about crypto. Oh, the only one I can think of is Dogecoin. And I know that's not it. So mm. That is incorrect. I was looking for Bitcoin. Oh, of course. <laughs> the final score, Amber wins four to three and a half. Sandra, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. And you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter with Amber. Sandra, guess what? We are giving you two tickets to Friday, June 17th, the Country Summer 2022. Yay! Yay! Thank you! She's so excited. She's hitting her keypad on her phone. You're going thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. And it's a great day to be alive. Every Friday, we do Great Day to be Alive Friday, which basically all we do is just air out our grievances for the week and baptize ourselves to the weekend to the sweet, sweet sounds of Mr. Travis Tritt. And it's a great day to be alive. You gotta wash your hands, Tanner. You know, I'm washing them. I, I see you're washing them over there with those. What what are those called? Salon paws. Salon paws. My hand hurts. <laughs> so I woke up this morning and discovered that my freezer was wide open. And it's a great day to be alive. Not just cracked all the way open. Oh my gosh, is it going to be okay? Is all your stuff okay? I hope so. I just closed it and I'm hoping for the best. It'll refreeze itself. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, I bought this nice 49ers t-shirt, and I really like it, but my fiancé hates it and wants me to throw it away. And it's a great day to be alive. Come on, Cole. So I chopped my finger on Monday chopping an onion, and thankfully it's okay now. And it's a great day to be alive. Be careful. Uh, yeah, that's it was a good it. reminder. That sent my fiancé to the hospital once. <laughs> He was chopping garlic, though. All right. So I, I lost my voice yesterday. Luckily, I don't have COVID. I guess I'm just really exhausted. And it's a great day to be alive. I'm really mad about this next one. My rent went up another $50 a month. Ooh. So I'm now paying nearly $300 more than I originally started. And I'm just wondering, is it time to move out, maybe? And it's a great day. 
Yeah. 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 It's time. I don't want to move again. <laughs> For a place you, you don't have air conditioning, yeah. people peeking in on you. Uh, it's time to move out. <laughs> Dang it. You could use that $300 or something else. All right. Well, uh, unfortunately, this isn't that bad, but uh, I got I got some bleach on my favorite pair of jeans. And it's a great day to be alive. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up. And the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9.